who is the most likely person to buy your goods, products, or services. Selling to Vito teaches you to sell to the C-level players within an organization so you can close more business. Tune in to this week's episode of Stand Out and Grow so you can learn how to sell to Vito and help your business stand out and grow. Kat Ramirez, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. This is episode eight of Stand Out and Grow. Booyah! Who do you sell to? Do you sell to the executive assistant? Do you sell to the middle manager? Who is the most likely person to buy your product, goods, or services? Selling to Vito teaches you to sell to the C-level players within an organization so you can close more business. Tune into this episode so you can learn about selling to Vito and how it can help you stand out and grow your business. Hi there, this is Kat Ramirez, CEO and founder of Advertise. So today I am going to talk to you about selling to Vito. What is selling to Vito? Vito or selling to Vito, there actually is a book on Amazon, and I will put that in the notes for you for this uh, episode. But uh, selling to Vito, Vito is a very important person at the top of the company or organization. Okay, so I want to share with you the whole theory and analysis around selling to Vito because I had a client that went to a all day workshop and they saw this one speaker. And um, so, you know, the speaker, I don't know, it was on lead generation, something like that. And they, of course, raised their hand. They had a question. And my client sells a high-end software and an analytics program. And so it's very involved. It is like over-the-top analytical, and um, it's a little bit expensive. So it's not cheap. And so they raised their hand and they asked the question to the presenter and said, hey, you know, who am I supposed to be selling to? Who do I go to so that I can sell more of my goods, products, and services? And the presenter who, you know, and again, I'm just getting the cliff notes. I was not there at the Q&A, but this presenter told my client that they should go to all the administrative people and start pitching and selling to those people. And so 
When my client came back to me and let me know this information, I was absolutely mortified. I could not believe that somebody would tell him to go as far bottom on the food chain as they could. And so that's me having this conversation with you. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a sales rep, if you are a solopreneur, if you have a sales team, whatever the case may be, if you're pushing a product, if you're selling a product, you really need to hear this episode and tune in to this tactic of selling to Vito, who is the very important person. That I Basically, I call it selling to Mr. V, Mr. or Mrs. VIP. I don't want to insult anybody because I am a Miss VIP. But um, getting back to the whole analogy and theory here is, uh, and I'll put this in chunks for you because when I first uh, went into sales years ago, uh, as when I was really, really young, you know, I used to sell to uh, administrative people because I was comfortable with that. It was easy. They didn't intimidate me, you know? And so it wasn't until I had a really good sales manager and a mentor who really coached and groomed me to uh, follow the selling to veto philosophy, which we're just gonna call it selling to Mr. or Mrs. VIP. Okay, and so there really is uh, rhyme and reason behind this. And so I'm just gonna describe it to you so that you understand and you can wrap your arms around the whole selling to Mr. or Mrs. VIP. So you have your products, goods or services, and uh, you start calling on uh, CEO, VP level people in the organization. Okay, and the reason why you want to go as far up the food chain as you can, as high as high as possible as you can, is because the CEO level person or the VP person is the person that is going to have the most pain in an organization. And so, what do I mean by having pain? They're the ones that are going to feel the heartbreak. So if a business is not doing so well, they're going to feel it. They have skin in the game. So they have something to lose if the company does not take a turn or uh, improve its situation, okay? And so as the far up and high as you go in the food chain, the more pain that person has. So let's put it in theory or an analogy in regards to your personal business or your personal income. You know, if something affected your business, you're gonna feel the pain. You're the one that's gonna feel the stress. You're the one that's gonna have the angst. You're the one that's gonna have the anxiety more than likely no one else will. It will be you on your own. So the same theory, the same analogy applies to big companies that you're calling on or talking to is anybody in the C-level uh, structure is gonna understand when you talk to them about delivering results, about delivering, um, you know, saving tons of 
thousands of dollars or they're going to understand the benefits that you bring to the table and they're going to be the most responsive to your products, goods or services. Okay. So, so keep in mind, you know, this is C level people, the VP level people. These are the ones that have all this anxiety and pain on their shoulders. And your job is to give them the comfort and I'll tell them that you have a solution to solve their problem. Okay. So let's go through the analogy that you start calling on Mr. C-level or VP in the food chain and you keep calling on them. Well, what you're going to end up doing, and I'm just preparing you because you should you know, manage your expectations is you're going to be calling these people for a good a couple times, but at least ten times, um, because they're not likely to call you back. You're probably going to get them by accident, you know, that they happen to pick up the phone or what have you. Uh, so when you're calling the C-level person, once they pick up the phone, once you get their attention, you better be prepared to give your, you know, two minutes uh, pitch, elevator pitch, like really quick because you have this one opportunity that you have their attention that you need to give them a reason why they should consider your product goods or services okay so let's say you did get their attention and you talk to them and you practice this I would practice this I would role pay play with your manager there I would role play with a peer I would practice it practice what you're going to say that if you ever got the VP on the line Okay, because you do want to be prepared and you want to and you mentally and physically want to be prepared, just like an athlete when they go play a game or something. Okay, so let's say you got the person online, you did get their attention and you spark their interest. That is a home run. That is awesome. You should be celebrating. We should be doing some uh, cartwheels, something because that is ridiculously awesome. Okay, so let's say that the VP tells you like, hey, I need you to meet with John. John is my right-hand man and John listens to all the programs that we buy into. And so if you just call back and ask for John and meet with him, um, he will get back to me and let me know if this is something we should consider. Okay, this is awesome. These are the magic words you wanna hear. You wanna hear a VP refer you to their right-hand man, refer you to the person that listens and makes it a decision on all the programs because now you have this superpower and you're going to use this superpower and you can't use this superpower maliciously okay because let's say Bob is the VP Bob name drop and told you to go to John and you're going to do exactly what Bob tells you so when Bob tells you that you say yes sir I will do that or yes ma'am I will do that I will call them uh, right away or the next day you just let them know that you're going to call them and you're going to get an appointment with them immediately so that they can see your uh, solution product service or whatever it is that you have okay so you are now ready to call John. And so you call John and it's easy to get in front of John because John is not as limited as uh, Mr. CEO, VP, Mrs. CEO, Miss VP, okay? So John takes your call and you tell John, hey John, I just spoke to Bob, your CEO, and he's very interested in our program and he asked me to set up an appointment with you. And so what do you think John's gonna do? 
John more than likely will set up that appointment with you because you name dropped and hopefully uh, he's a little mortified or petrified that Bob might, you know, ask him, hey, did you talk to this guy that I sent to you? So John's going to set up that appointment and you're going to get to get in front of John. Now you have to really, really be ready for this meeting because you're going to pitch and you're going to pitch like there's no tomorrow because you want to be able to get his attention and show to him that you can help their company with your products, goods, service, solution, whatever it is that you have. You have this one opportunity and you need to take full advantage of it and you really want to uh, maximize this exposure that you're going to have with John and so this is a huge opportunity Um, you've got to really uh, make full use of it okay so Let's go through this analogy. Okay, so at the end of the day, you're more than likely going to be able to close this because you've got, you went up the food chain and the food chain brought you down, okay? Let's flip this analogy and let's say that you did follow the instructions of that presenter who said go to all the administrative assistants, okay? So let's go through that analogy and let's see how that would end up, okay? So let's say we start calling all the administrative assistants. And so we get on the line and you're, you are going to get a hold of them. I will tell you that because it's their job to get the phone and take the calls and take the messages. And more than likely, they're going to continue to take a message because their job is to be the gatekeeper. They're there. They're in place to protect the VP, the CEO, whoever it is that you're calling. That's their job is to protect that person, to only allow certain people people exposure to this VP, CEO, whoever very important person is. That is their job. So they have a list of people that can get through and talk to uh, him or her. And they're going to gatekeep it. They're going to protect this person. And so all the other people, they will take notes and they will uh, take a message. And either they'll go through that with the VP or the the CEO or, uh, you know, whoever it is that you're calling. And either the bulk of those messages will go in trash because they're probably likely to be a bunch of salespeople and you're going to be in the mix of that, okay? Um, And what happens is you'll go round and round and round chasing you, this VP, this very important person, because you're trying to talk to the administrative assistant. You're going through her. Okay. Let's say that you just tell her, hey, I want to meet with you. I want to show you my product, goods, or services to see if your boss would buy into this, okay? And let's say that this administrative assistant is a little savvy and she thought to herself, oh, I'm going to get a free lunch out of this, okay? And so let's say the administrative assistant does meet with you and hears your song and dance and what have you and just tells you, hey, I will present this and then just follow up with me and let me, you know, and I'll let you know how it goes. And so, you know, she got her free lunch. Do you really think an administrative assistant is going to go and sell a goods product or service to a VP? I mean, I'm just asking, and I want you to think about this. And I, and I want you to really, really think about this. 
Do, do you really think an administrative assistant has this kind of powers, has this kind of authority, or even has this kind of influence on a C-level person? You know, I don't think I have ever met an administrative assistant who had any authority over any VP or C-level person. So I want you to think about this analogy and how when you start chasing the administrative, so bottom of the totem pole, as far down as you can, when you start chasing these people, you're gonna go in circles and you're gonna be chasing them for a very, very long time. Because again, their job is to protect the C-level person, to protect them so that they don't get bombarded by salespeople. They don't get bombarded by all these solicitors. Okay, so think about this analogy. Think about, you know, who it is you're targeting and what your strategy is going to be. Because, you know, hands down, selling to Vito is a win-win situation. It will prevent you from wasting time and energy chasing someone who can not help you or it's not going to benefit you and ultimately would be a waste a complete and other waste of your time okay and so think about who in the organization is going to have the most pain who is going to have the most skin in the game who is the person that if your products goods or services was earth shattering let's say it was ridiculously saving them millions of dollars or thousands of dollars whatever the case may be who do you think that is going to have an immediate effect on it's going to be most most likely someone who it, it affects their bottom line, so the C-level person or VP, where it affects their anxiety, where it affects their ability to report to a board of directors to show that there is an opportunity here or there's a solution to a problem they have. So keep in mind your product, good, or services, because it doesn't matter what it is. You need to understand and know what is the benefit, what is the solution that of the problem you're trying to solve. And definitely know the problem you're trying to solve, because if you can't get at that this company has this problem, you're not going to be a solution for them. They, they are not going to want to do business with you, period, okay? So please do your homework. Please know and understand um, the companies that you're calling on, and also know and weed out and understand if they have the problem where you have the solution for because otherwise you're going to be again spinning your wheels and wasting their time for calling on these c-level people and your product solution or service is not even going to help them okay so to wrap it up and to just bring it back around and just recap is, you know, selling to Vito is about selling to the highest person on the food chain, the, the person at the very top. You want to go as far up as you can because those are the people that have the most skin in the game. Those are the people that care if their bottom line changes. Those are the people that if you have a product, goods, or services, and it has the ability to make changes within their organization for a positive, they're going to most likely listen to you and engage with you and talk to you because they, of course, want the information.
If you go way down in the food chain, as low as you can, let's say the administrative assistant, these people are hourly, they're there as a job. They don't really have skin in the game. They don't, they quite possibly don't even care. I'm just going to be honest, you know, and, and if you have a product service or solution uh, and you're, you can save the company thousands of dollars of money, they may not even care. And it's, it's kind of sad, but you know, that's just the reality of it. So think about your solution, product, service. Think about what it is. Think about the problem you're solving with it. And then think about what you can say to get someone's attention. Because to selling to Vito, you do have to be persistent, but you have to also be ready. You have to be ready to talk to these very important people. And I will tell you that most people aren't calling these people. I mean, I am a veto. I'm a CEO of my company and, and you know, I don't want to put this broadcast this out there, but I don't get a lot of calls. I don't get a lot of calls. And so, you know, people aren't prospecting me. The people aren't coming after me. So I would imagine that I'm no different than any other veto that's out there uh, or a very important person. And so that they're the person that most people are afraid to approach. And if you are the CEO of your company, how cool is it? You know, chiefs love to talk to other chiefs. You know, how cool is it for you to say, hey, I'm the CEO of this company and I saw that, you know, you could possibly use a solution that we provide and here it is, blah, 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 blah. They're more than likely to listen to you and talk to you and meet with you because chiefs do like to talk to other chiefs. Hands down, I'm just letting you know. But again, the whole philosophy of selling to Vito is they have the most pain. They're more willing to talk to you and listen to you. They're the ones that are least approach. And you really have to have a system in place to in order to talk to them. Don't just randomly try to sell them or approach them and try to sell them. That's not going to be the way you're going to win this business. You have to be intelligent and you have to understand if they have the pain and you have the solution for that pain. So just be prepared. I'm just warning you. Um, the last thing I want is a bunch of people calling the C-level people and um, they're all pissed off because you're just calling them and hammering at them. And that's not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is for you to be intelligent and strategic and you prospect these C-level people that will have an interest in your products, goods, services, or solution. And you intelligently engage them and get them to listen to you. That's the whole focus of this episode and this podcast. So if you have any feedback in regards to this, or if you try it and it works for you, I would love to hear your feedback on this. I absolutely would. You know, I, I've been selling this tactic for over 30 years. I, I Again, I learned this at the very early stages of my sales career. I was very, very fortunate to have a, an awesome mentor who uh, put me in the right direction. Um, otherwise, I would have been just chasing the uh, administrative assistant. Um, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I look forward to chatting with you guys 
um, again. And um, if you have any questions or um, if you need any more information, please reach out to me. I am approachable. Uh, and so you got this and I know that you can get this done. So have a great night. Thanks. If you have listened to the Stand Out and Grow podcast recently, you have heard that we just launched a marketing consultant certification program. This 12-month program will give you the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to run your own marketing consultation business to generate your passive income today. We are excited to offer a 40% discount to the first 25 participants. So go reserve your spot today at www.katherineramirez.net. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear. So please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this.